This podcast is brought to you by Media8. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Welcome to the My Business Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Cameron Wright from Bushido Finance. How are you, Cameron? Thanks, Rob. Yes, really good. Okay. Excited to be here. Yes, it's excellent. So we've only spent about 10 minutes together um, before the podcast and um, I'm actually really excited about this one because I think um, I think you're a bit of a character as well. So huh? we'll try and get that across <laughs> to the people here. Right. Um, tell us the Cameron Wright story and Bushido Finance. Well, uh, I suppose it all started back when I got in the industry. Um, 20 years, I was reflecting um, earlier this week, it's been 20 years. So certainly has been a journey. Um, a few different um, courses that we've gone down and paths that um, uh, sort of taken us to where Bushido Finance is today. But yeah, so I got involved, um, I was selling advertising at the time um, and I sold advertising to a mortgage choice franchise. Oh really? Yeah, and they said, oh, well, if you can sell advertising, you could probably sell mortgages and you'll make more money. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, oh, well, that, that's interesting. Was it right? Uh, <laughs> yes, it was right. That's good. Um, but also I felt I could really engage my clients in mortgages, whereas um, you know, advertising, it's transactional. Yep. Um, you see one client, you move on. Uh, and this, I felt, oh, this is more in line with my values. So uh, I was excited to join the industry. Didn't have any banking background. Yep. Uh, I did a business degree, uh, but that, but no real exposure to the banking industry. So it was, um, you know, a, a steep learning curve. It would uh, have to be at the start. Yeah. Coming off that background for sure. That's right. And and the good thing about mortgage choice is they do have some excellent training. So it was two weeks of intensive training at first, and then. You know, over the years we've done um, diplomas and yeah. um, cert fours and so forth that keep your learning going. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, but it wasn't too long. Maybe after two years that I realised I could, you know, really develop my own clientele, um, build my referral sources, and I felt confident to go out my own. So I've had a couple of iterations of my business model with different business partners yeah. um, before and and time away from the industry as well before setting up Bushido Finance about two and a half years ago. So it's only been a recent. Uh, business formation, uh, but it's gone really well. So you're located here on the Gold Coast. Yes. But um, do you service clients? Where where your clients come from? Oh, all over Australia. Yep. So a lot of our referral sources are accountants, and they also have a, a client list across Australia. Um, it's interesting since COVID happened. You know, you can service clients well anywhere in the world. Really, it's changed, hasn't it? Has it's just amazing now that now we're a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting yes. away from any client anywhere in the world. Oh, mate, I used to go out to in the in those early days. You know, before the GFC, I was at I'd have an appointment booked at five p.m., six thirty, and eight o'clock at people's homes. Yep. You know, we don't have to do that anymore, um, and that's annoying. I don't know how many people enjoy having their dinner interrupted by a mortgage broker just sitting. <laughs> Depends how good the mortgage broker is. Or maybe, yeah. It have to be entertaining, that's for sure, yeah. to keep their attention. But uh, now it's so much easier. So, yeah, you can do Zoom calls. You can identify people remotely. Um, and uh, and with our systems, gather the documents and, and, you know, make it happen more efficiently for clients. Yep. More now effortlessly. You said to me before, you said that um, you spent some time overseas as well, recharging your batteries before you started. Yes, this. before so this. Well, actually, um, yeah, it's probably, what was it, two thousand. 14 to 16, yep. um, my wife at the time, we separated. Uh, she's Brazilian. Yep. And so she wanted to go back and live in Rio with her family. She thought, this would be a great idea. I haven't been there since I was 20. I can remember all those fun times and that's where I need to be. Um, and I thought, well, okay, that you know, makes a lot of sense. Kids can really understand the, the culture. Culture, yeah. yeah. the background, get to know the family a lot better. Um, and so I, we'd agreed that we'd sell up everything. Um, and I basically um, lived on a plantation about 100 k's up the coast from Rio. 
the kids would the boys would come and uh, join me on weekends or I'd go down to Rio at times and uh, it was a fantastic lifestyle did nothing for about uh, yeah a year and a half Wow, what an experience though. I mean, yeah. that kind of experience is something that yeah, you remember forever, don't you? You do, yeah. And you don't often get that opportunity to spend quality time with your kids, yep. especially in this industry. That's right. Uh, so to be able to do that at, you know, when they were quite, you know, still late primary school age, yep. uh, was invaluable for me. And um, you only get one chance. So yeah. it's glad to, I'm glad to see that you took it. Yes. Bushido Finance, tell us the Bushido, the background to the name and everything like that. Oh, well, the name, well, it's funny. You know, now there's about, Oh, I think there's about 11,000 brokers in Australia. So most of the good names are taken. Yep. Um, when I was searching, okay, what am I going to call this business once I got back into Australia? Um, and so, you know, Loans Are Us or something like that, yep. they're all gone. Yep. You know, they're all taken. And they're so, pretty tacky anyway. And they're a little bit tacky. And so, okay, I've got to make it real. What, what's it mean to me? Uh, what, I, what I want to instill in this business? And, um, you know, I reflected that I'd spent a lot of time in Japan. Uh, back in my youth. Yep. So when I was about 20, 21, um, I was living there training in judo. Um, so, uh, you know, learning that martial art was invaluable for you know, setting up my life values, um, the philosophy that I live by. And I thought, well, okay, I, I can introduce that into the work that I have. Uh, and, you know, the principles of Bushido, which really is the, sh- the chivalrous code of the samurai originally, and wow. was the, was a formation, I suppose, of the philosophy behind martial arts in Japan. Uh, so, you know, um, so that, that's what, led me to think, okay, well, that's, I've got a link there. Uh, and I think that using those philosophies would be invaluable in instructing how we go about business here in Australia. That's amazing. And it, like a lot of times you do hear of names and loans are us or whatever it might be. Sure. And you can see that they've just taken the cheesy option, but right. you can see the thought behind that, which yeah. probably goes a long way to saying the kind of business that you operate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you put in there that it's, <coughs> you told me that it's the principles of Bushido are discipline, protection, Precision and justice. Yes. And when you look at that in the finance industry, yeah. that's what you need. Exactly. You need someone that's going to look after you and then set you up for the future so that, you know, installing that discipline into, um, I guess, even uh, at a, on a review process on your, yep. your loans. Yes, indeed. So being a mortgage broker or a finance broker, sorry, um, I know that you specialise. What, what's your specialty yourself? Well, being based on the Gold Coast, a lot of um, our clients are self-employed, mum and dad businesses, yep. small businesses. Uh, so we specialise in helping self-employed applicants um, get the finance that they're after. It can be a more difficult process if you are self-employed. Uh, so having the expertise of someone who specialises in that area uh, can be invaluable to get the outcome that you're after. And that means also linking in with your advisors, you know, your accountants, uh, your um, legal uh, advisors. Uh, financial planners and so forth, so just to make sure that everyone's aligned in what they're doing to achieve an outcome that's um, in your best interests. So Bushido Finance looks after um, obviously mortgages. Yes. And but what else? There's a, I know well, there's a whole raft of other. Yeah. So it's it's to do with um, yeah residential mortgages, of course. So just buying your first home or um, you know upgrading. Uh, you could be buying investment property. So we certainly do a lot of that kind of work. Uh, then there's business finance, so buying your own premises, whether that be um, in, a, in a trust or company structure or in SMSF. Yep. That's an area that's um, not commonly done by, well, certainly not done by the banks these days. No, they gave up on that. They gave they? up on that idea. So there's only non-bank lenders in that area. And so we specialise in helping self-employed applicants look at their super balance saying it makes a lot of sense to buy the premises that we operate out of. Uh, so um, setting up that structure, working within their with their financial advisors and accountants. Um, and then there's unsecured uh, commercial finance as well. Um, so, for example, overdrafts or short-term loans uh, to get through a cash flow hurdle perhaps. 
um, those kinds of things. And then finally, equipment finance, so cars, yellow goods, that sort of that kind of thing. It kind of sounds like there's not a single person out there that couldn't benefit from one part of that, right? Whether it be mortgages or mm-hmm. or the business finance as well. Yes. What um, what in, what inspires you about this business? What I like about it is that every day is different. So every client scenario is different. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm putting together a, a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle. So, you know, we get to understand the client, the contours of their situation, what they're looking to achieve. And then you've got to find, okay, look carefully at the lender policies. Where are they going to fit in? How can I marry up um, their situation with what they want to achieve and banks' um, appetites? Yep. Uh, so that's really interesting for me. Um, and to get a solution, if, if, especially if it's a bit more difficult, um, I just feel really proud and the team then work um, tirelessly to achieve that outcome over the months that usually follow um, and then into the future as we review. How many different lenders do you keep in touch with? Well, I mean, we're accredited probably with around about 50, but I don't use them all. Yep. Um, so, you know, I do have my lenders that I know suit certain scenarios. Yep. Um, so I'd probably stick to around about 10 lenders in the main, unless, of course, there's quite a different situation that n- means I need to go further afield. Yep. Uh, but 10 in the main. That's, a, that's an incredible amount. So when someone comes to you, mm. then they're getting the expertise of 10 lenders basically because you yeah. know yes. you know the insides of all those policies. Yeah, and the potential of more uh, if needed. Yep. So um, yes, but we've seen a lot of different scenarios. Obviously there are sort of um, standard approaches uh, or standard situations that people have that we've seen before. And so we do have, uh, okay, this is where we're going to lead. We're going to investigate the, the policies here with these particular lenders, make sure with the, the BDMs, the business development yep. managers at the banks, that they're going to they have the appetite for this particular client. So we do all this pre-work before we even mention what those lenders are to a client and then present the solution, confident that we're going to get the outcome that we're after. So when someone comes to you, yep. um, what do you do? How do you, how yeah. do you sit down with them? Okay, well, um, well technology's come a long way. Um, in recent times. So I was talking about, you know, going to see people in their houses and I fill out paper applications, take copies of their pay slips and bank yep. statements or what have you. Uh, nowadays, we do use a lot of technology. So um, when I'm speaking to a client, I get an understanding of their situation. And first things first, I want to get all the information in. So what I, when I am feeding back to them their options, I can be confident in those. Um, so we share with our clients a client portal. So yep. it's a link via email. They click on that. Um, pin code sent to their mobile, and it just asks them a series of questions about their situation, personal situation, assets, liabilities, uh, living expenses, that kind of thing. Um, we then have a list of documents. So in that initial conversation, I've worked out, okay, these are the documents we're going to need to verify you know, what we're looking at. So we, we give a list of documents, and you can just upload those documents from your computer to the portal. So once they've done that, then we've got all that information there, and we can go through it. The girls in my office um, assist, and we do the calculations that we need to, and then we're pretty comfortable knowing what those options are. We can then prepare a proposal from that information and share that with the client. Um, those uh, those proposals normally have about three different options yep. uh, to consider. And then obviously that can lead into a conversation, either Zoom or in our offices. Um, and if the client's happy to proceed on that basis, signing that off, we've got all the information there ready to push it through to an application, uh, online lender lodgement platform, and uh, we're off and running. It's amazing that it sounds like you you could pretty much make a proposal without even talking to the person if they've got all the right information. Yeah, that's right. If I've if if they've filled in the portal um, with the information we need, yeah, that's all I that's all I need. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I do need to understand um, 
you know, where the client's coming from, get an understanding of them. So having a conversation up front is, I think, invaluable. Uh, well, that's the personal That's that personal approach, building yeah. That, building that relationship sure. with them, isn't it? Yeah, so. 100%. Yeah. Understanding what the versions they may have that is not really clearly communicated through a portal, just through documents. Yep. Um, what they're looking for, uh, what's their long-term goals, what's their short-term goals. Uh, making sure that, you know, we're, uh, we are working towards all of those at the same time if we can. Okay, so I'm a prospective client of yours and um, I'm not really sure. Maybe I should just go straight to my bank. Yeah. Why should we use a mortgage well, professional like yourself? As I was saying, every client is has a different financial profile, if you like. So the chances of you walking into a bank and getting the exact outcome that you're after is not very high. I mean, a lot of our clients I don't think could walk into a bank and get approved a lot of the time. Um, so, or if they can, it's for, you know, it's, it's a... It's a lesser outcome than that than that, than that what they were after, so the banks will act in their interests, of course. Uh, whereas we're on your side to make sure that you're getting the outcome that you're after, um, and that still aligns with a particular lender that we're recommending. So yeah, having that expertise means that you're not wasting time uh, yep. going from bank to bank. Um, I mean that can affect your credit rating just by getting hits on your credit file, of course, by simply doing that. We're doing all that initial work for you behind the scenes without going to. Uh, submit a formal application. We're discussing it with bank representatives or lender representatives. Uh, we're double checking all your paperwork, making sure that aligns with what you, what we're presenting. Um, so there's no hiccups. You know, we can be confident that once we've got a proposal and we've signed off on it, we move forward and it's a smooth process. Going to a bank, it can be frustrating, and that's what we avoid or seek to. The biggest one you said there was the time situation. Mm. Yeah, we're all time poor these days, yes. so we might as well make. Um, we might as well make Bushido Finance well, use their time yeah. on our behalf. Well, I mean, Australian consumers have sort of been backing this because when I joined the industry, I think brokers were writing about 33% of all loans in Australia. Yep. Now it's 70%. So 70%? 70% of all loans, residential loans yep. written in Australia are written by mortgage brokers. So, you know, Australians have realised that value. The outcomes have been achieved. Uh, you know, it's a no-brainer, I reckon. One, and one of the interesting things, and people that have listened to this podcast before know that I have a finance background as well, mm-hmm. so in the banking industry. Yep. So how do clients pay pay for your service? Right. Well, they don't pay directly in most cases. So a standard mortgage home loan, for example, um, instead of a bank paying branch and staff costs to write a loan, they pay a mortgage broker to do exactly the same thing. So it comes out of their operational costs. Either Probably way. cheaper for them. It could be in many yep. cases. So, um, you know, out of their operational costs, they, they pay for either of those things two uh, things to get business in the door um, so that their you know, credit managers can review an application. Both come from different channels, um, but certainly no added cost onto the loan by using a mortgage broker. So if you went directly to a bank in the first instance that we would have recommended, um, you'd get exactly the same product as what we would um, be able to you know, organise for you. So there's no cost directly uh, or added onto the loan for using so, a broker. So really there's no reason not to. Exactly. Yeah. With, um, with the... The current market at the moment, like when I say the current market, in the market in general, in in finance, right? Um, how often should we be reviewing what we have? Pretty regularly these days, uh, especially with uh, rates being adjusted um, quite regularly. Uh, you know, banks can sneak in a little bit of an extra increase on your interest rate, and that may not be competitive anymore. So, you know, we recommend at least every two years to review your home loan. Um, Certainly, if you've been if you've got a home loan that you've kept for four or more years, you're out of the market. You're not. You haven't got the most competitive deal. There's absolutely no doubt. I was um, in my past life. I used to say to people, "You um, you go and get your car serviced, mm. and your car's worth about you know thirty or forty thousand dollars. Yes, but um, you leave your you leave your home loan just sitting there and doing nothing. Right. So you know why wouldn't you 
make sure that you're getting the best deal. And what better way than talking to someone who knows the market across the board? Oh yeah, yeah. You got to keep them honest. It's it's key. I think that was a catch fly from a catch cry from John Simons, wasn't it, back in the day? It was, and I think he, <laughs> he stole it from Don Chip, I think, right? Um, who was a yes. politician in the yeah, 80s. the Democrats, wasn't the Democrats, he? yeah. yeah. yeah so. <laughs> It's all about recycling, isn't yes, it? So that's, that's right. fine. Yep. Um, but the same with business finance, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So we should be reviewing that oh, on yes. a regular basis most, as well. Most definitely. Make sure the structures are in line with what your accountant is setting up for you uh, and what your financial planner is planning for you. Yep. And where do you – so your business comes from – obviously you'd have referral sources that, mm-hmm. um, and you talked about it before, accountants and um, businesses like that. Mm. But word of mouth, how, how important is word of mouth for you? Oh, it's crucial. In this industry, it's all referrals. Uh, so people won't come to us unless they probably know someone who's already used us or trusted us. Yep. So a trusted advisor like an accountant who has referred many clients or a client of ours who has um, experienced our service. So that's key for our success. Um, so we do everything possible to make sure it's a positive experience. We communicate. That's very important to us, communication. I think that's where banks can let down clients is not quite getting back to them in time. Um, whereas that's our goal. I mean, we've got uh, myself and two loan processes to make sure that I've got the time. I'm not stuck in doing paperwork. I'm there communicating with clients what's going on and how we can achieve the outcome that they're after. That is the key for the client is knowing what is happening. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be the outcome they want, but no. if they know what's happened. It may even be saying we haven't got an outcome yet. However, we expect it within a certain time frame. So just keeping those touch points going. With Bushido Finance, um, and we know that you can speak to people all over Australia. Mm. Um, what's the, f- the next step for you? Oh, for, for, uh, for my business, um, I'm looking at taking on another broker. Uh, so, um, you know, we're, we're near capacity. I never want to get to the point where, I'm, where my capacity is at its limit. Yep. So I've got to be able to um, have that flexibility where I've got another broker who can take on that work uh, before I hit that capacity limit. Uh, otherwise, that uh, customer service drops off. So that, that's certainly key for us. And the support from the back office, that's also key. Um, so making sure that, that we're, we're doing all the processes that we need to to make sure that your application goes through in a, in a timely and, and efficient manner. And what's the most important thing to you about Bushido Finance? I think this the ability to help clients, um, to be there for them, to see the, their successes over time, uh, it's so rewarding. It's a, it's a major aspect of their lives. Uh, and, um, yeah, and hence uh, there's a lot of emotion riding on it, but when you get those wins, you got to celebrate as well. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I'll never forget. I think it's what, one of the most, one of the great honours to be able to help someone, yeah. you know, achieve a loan for sure. a house or a business because they're big things in people's they're lives. They're dreams. You're, you're, you're a dream maker. Wow. <laughs> you're a dream maker. I'm, in actually, a sense. Well, you are. You're 100%. That's exactly what it is, and it does feel that way. Mm. Cameron, mate, we've already gone our time can wow. you believe that no i can't actually it's um <laughs> i how do people get in contact with you the best way probably is just to give me a call or an email yep. um you know my number 0487 we'll put that in the comments right and my email so it's just reaching out yep and the email uh, your web address is uh, bushidofinance.com.au excellent Cameron, mate, it's been absolutely fantastic i would love to get you back on a regular basis to be honest because uh, i think that we could um really dive deeply into specific situations for people as yeah, well and, yeah. um, and help them out. I um, enjoy so, that. Mate, look, good luck with everything. Thanks, Rob. Mate, and we will see you soon. And um, anyone who wants to get in contact with Cameron, um, you can even drop us a line here at Podfire or Meteorate and we'll um, put you in touch with Cameron. Beauty. Thanks, guys. 
Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast, brought to you by Media 8 on the Podfire platform. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.